Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist, I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I wanted to share a little bit of just a word of some specifics about why I do my podcast the way I do, Um, and then I also wanted to mention some specific things I'm going to cook from that book, because I'm going to return the book back to the library soon. Um, And I found three specific recipes that I wanted to start out with that are just basics. And again, I think cooking um, is really good for people with high stress and also people with complex PTSD because if you plan long-term meals, I personally think it can really help with your long-term memory, Um, especially if you start out small. So I'm starting out with eggs, all all things eggs recipes from the egg book. And I'll mention the title of the book one more time. It's Egg, A Culinary Exploration of the World's Most Versatile Ingredient by Michael Ruhlman. So I'm going to take the book back and I just printed out three different recipes. One is how to make a proper omelet and that requires two eggs, unsalted butter, which is what I'm using, a little bit of cheese, and that's most of what it requires. Another one is traditional eggnog, which I mentioned a couple times on here has two eggs, half and half sugar, and I, I picked out a type of brandy that I'm going to buy, and I tried to be as particular as I could because I, I'm going to use that same brandy for pork tenderloin and some baked chicken that I want to cook, um, so I'm trying to use things that I can use multiple times, and again, I'm not trying to promote alcohol in here, I'm trying to promote um, using alcohol in a different way other than drinking it. And so I'm cooking with it because I'm trying to get away from drinking alcohol. Um, And I think I'm going to pick something called Pierre Ferran Ombre Cognac Brandy because it said cognac really brings out the flavor and things. Um, And so I'm going to use that in the eggnog and also the pork tenderloin, which I'll eventually make and eventually baked chicken. But I'll probably do those next month, um, the baking of the meats and things. I'm just going to stick with these egg recipes for now. And again, egg is in like so much. It's a good thing to start out with. Um, And then the other thing I'm going to make is a hollandaise sauce, which is apparently really easy. It's, you just use lemon juice. um, It's three egg yolks. Again, some unsalted butter. um, And you mix it up in a blender and there's more to it. Um, I won't read every tiny little aspect but that's just another thing I'm going to cook and again these are all in that book I just mentioned but those are the three I decided to do start out small and simple and become a pro at something that I think is really good to try and be a pro at which is basic things related to eggs Um, and the other thing like I said I found a specific brandy I'm going to use and apparently brandy can stay good for like a year or two and it's definitely not something I'm going to rush I'm going to use it little bit by little bit and find different ingredients and just try and become a pro at those at those meals. Um, so I'll probably you know cook a pork tenderloin a couple of times until I feel like I've mastered it. Same thing for the baked chicken. Um, and then there's also a dry German Riesling wine that I'll use with both of those, or at least the pork tenderloin, um, because it's good to bake it with that. And again, that'll be used just for cooking. So I'm trying to engage with alcohol in a different way in order to respect it more and live more functionally with it in my life 
rather than just ignoring it um, or abusing it. And so I think this is just a good way of going about it. And again, this is what works for me. If complete abstinence from it works for you, definitely stick with it. Um, I'm not trying to promote anything here in relation to drinking alcohol. Um, The other thing I wanted to say about my podcast and the way I do it. So when I was studying history and getting my bachelor's, I studied history and philosophy. And one of the key things that you learn when you're working in a kind of a scholarly manner with history is that if you can ever come across a primary resource, that is what you want to work with in order to like write your papers and everything. And a, a key thing, probably one of the top five things that you can find that is a primary resource is a diary. And I like to think of this podcast as literally a diary and you guys are getting to listen to it. Like you are literally listening to things happening in my life, very personal things. Um, But it's particularly, it's basically a diary about living with complex PTSD. And that's one reason I do it the way I do it. And the reason I wanted to mention that is because I came across a website about complex PTSD and there were people who can kind of like post little stories about their life and they were really really heavy um, which I know I talk about really really heavy stuff on here too it was kind of hard and uncomfortable for me to read them Um, and and I I actually thought about writing my own little story but then I thought I don't want to be on someone else's page doing that I want to be in my own zone, in my own lane. Um, I don't want to follow anyone else's rules when it comes to what I'm saying. Not that they would give me a lot of rules, but I like to do it my own way. And again, this is like a diary for me. Um, So I literally look back at old episodes and it's like looking back at a diary because I read the descriptions of the episodes and I think, okay, that's how I, that's what was going on at that time. That's what was going on then. So I do this podcast, I think, very differently than what I think a lot of podcasts are. Um, Like, I'm very specific about what I'm doing, and I'm very intentional. Um, And again, my approach to how I want to live regarding alcohol, I'm I'm starting something new, and I'm sharing that. And that's a very personal topic, because a lot of people with complex PTSD struggle with, um, you know, all types of problems. And one thing I've struggled with was... Um, binge drinking and I've talked about that on here so I'm literally I was actually at my online group today where we discuss um, drinking and the problems with drinking and trying to live a sober life and everything Um, and so it's you know I'm well aware of all the different aspects of how to try and live a better functional life and for me I truly feel that And it could be because I I went to culinary school for a while when I was younger and I have the interest, that genuine interest is there. And like I've said, I left because I didn't like the type A personalities. And it's very, it's very hot, fast, crazy environment. If you've ever watched any of these cooking shows on TV, it's a lot like that. You know, it's too intense for me. Um, I want to cook something because I enjoy it and I want to taste it. I want to, you know, I don't want to rush it. I want to take my time with it and see the beauty in it. Um, And so that's why I, you know, I found the egg book. And um, I'm just glad that I'm approaching it the way I am. And I'm trying to engage, um, again, with alcohol by using it as a cooking tool 
rather than a drinking substance. So if you can learn to engage with something in a new way, I think that's huge. It's basically giving me boundaries with alcohol. I'm creating a boundary. Um, I just think it's a really big deal. It's what works for me. Um, and again, if you struggle with anything about or regarding any of these things, I would definitely see a counselor like I did um, and definitely pick and choose different types of treatment that maybe, you know, if someone says you need to go do this, you know, maybe take their advice, but also look out there to see what else is out there for you. Because um, sometimes not every therapy works the same for everybody else. Um, but again, I just wanted to share a few things. I probably won't talk about cooking for a little bit, only because I feel like I've talked about that a lot, and I basically drilled at home what I'm doing. But after I have practiced all these different things, these different ways of cooking the omelets and the hollandaise sauce and everything, and the eggnog and all these other things, um, I'll eventually do an episode about what I experienced because I think it's good to share it. Um, that's most of what I wanted to share. And again, um, do what works for you. And um, again, I do this podcast because it's, for me, I'm all about doing things from a particular perspective since I did study history similar to the play that I wrote, whenever I wrote that play, um, people sometimes ask me, well, what did you get from studying philosophy? Well, studying philosophy, you learn about morality, and philosophy is all about, in my opinion, morality, and different ways of living a better human existence. So whenever I wrote my play, um, that was one example of that. So that's one way I use my philosophy uh, background. Um, Because I studied philosophy on, I would say, a professional level. Um, So whenever I did that play, I was basically getting out to the world um, sort of what to be cautious of in the realms of trauma and abuse and living with a narcissist and how to better yourself in regards to that and sort of what to look out for because things can kind of be invisible um, when you're growing up in the world of an, an abuser, like growing up with an abuser, um, and things are, tend to be invisible until they're shockingly right in your face. Um, and that's sort of the wake-up moment, and that's what happened in the play. But a lot of that definitely can go back to the philosophy concept of how to live a better human life. So that was one way I did it. I had a specific angle, much like the podcast. It's like a diary. It's a primary resource. That's most of what I wanted to share. I hope everyone has a good weekend. This is the Complex PTSD Guy signing off.